0: God, don't die under an avalanche of coffee cups.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Dude,
0: almost a year. Too many
1: coffee cups. It's
0: bizarre. I do like the one. (laughs) I like the one that says, we're sorry we tried to hire your baby. That's the best one we've ever had.
1: I know. But there's like, I mean, there's eight on-air personalities that, you know, do the rotation here at the station, including you and me. Yep. Why are there forty coffee cups on this console?
0: <laughs> Never mind the fact that the console's the most like expensive piece of gear aside from this rack of preamps. It's it's probably ten times the cost of that outboard gear. And so people this is an just individually put wrapped on
2: it.
1: marshmallow oh in my. a coffee cup. What is this? <laughs> so Do you weird. You have cards?
0: Thank you. Um, dude, almost a year to the day since we came back to the airwaves.
1: It's it's really wild when you think about how far we've come, like, both emotionally and oh, physically. I mean, we've got a new Rockmobile. It feels great, right? It feels good, right? It does. I mean, I like
0: that we're back, and, I, dude, I love our listeners. Like... I don't know. It feels great, but I'm kind of afraid of feelings, too. So, you know, yeah, (laughs) sometimes I honestly think that's why I partied so hard was just to try to stop feeling things like Hmm. God. How is that not? How is trying to stop feeling not the title of a Radiohead song? (laughs) (laughs) but no but seriously sometimes i get i mean if we
1: could talk like this on air you should save material like that for the air <laughs> oh
0: no we have to be so much more like upbeat po- we have to be like i don't know tools essentially yeah. sometimes yeah. i i get i get so hung up on what other people think we are like sometimes though i also just realize well everybody disappears eventually Like if you can embrace that, it sounds negative, but it's like, it's inspirational, man. If you can embrace that and really live life while you're still here, that is a beautiful thing.
1: Uh, Oh, we're coming out of a ID. K P O D D one Oh one point three FM. The double D. I hear the clock. It's 6 a.m. I feel so far away from where I've been, but it's drive time, and that means El Farto and Machine Bolt have their eggs and their pancakes and their morning zoo butt nugget dream team. You've got a lot to 101.3. Dreams last for so long, even after you're gone, right here on the Double D.
0: Fourth day of November. headlong into fall, man. The season custom-made for emo boys to mope around gazing at their shoes and feeling their feelings. But not here, man. This is KPODD. 101.3. We're not sitting around thinking of heavy stuff. We are keeping it light, and that means we're feeling all right.
1: Good mental health. (laughs) Nothing nothing you could title a Radiohead song off of going on down here at the station. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, what is up with that band? Like the last time I checked, you go to a concert to have a good time, (laughs) not to stand there and go, "Uh, we all disappear completely eventually. That's a great point, Tom York.
1: It's like, uh, wow, you're super virtuosic with your instruments and you're using it to spread your emotional ennui around the world to thousands of people at a time. It's like, oh
0: man, hey, you look terrible. Is everything okay? Oh, are you kidding? Everything's great. I just got back from a Radiohead concert.
1: Emotional hangover. (laughs) It's like, wow. Speaking of good mental health, we've got one of these um, Apple FM listeners. Reviews here, and it's titled Good Mental Health.
0: Nice.
1: Listen to this five stars as machine bolt and El Farto keep me company every morning on my drive. I'm also a proud owner of what used to be a utilitarian economy sedan that looks like a conversion van from most angles. My Savannah has drawn the attention of so many somewhat attractive and mostly single men because it's a great (laughs) conversation starter. The relationships all tend to fizzle out, but it's nice to meet new people that are not at all dangerous in any way. The deeply personal conversations between Machine Bolt and El Farto seem different than their mostly positive vibes, but I'm sure they're going to be fine. Not sure what that's about. Yeah,
0: what is? Uh, how? When have we ever had a deeply personal conversation, man?
1: Yeah, I can't imagine spending my drive time doing anything other than listening to the raddest morning team on FM radio. New technology could never replace the permanent fixture of FM radio in American culture. Personal computers in the home? Balderdash. Wow. (laughs) Great use of the word Balderdash.
0: I love it. Five of five stars. That's from T and Trost. Wow. What a great, uh, what a great, you know, there is this thing though about the, and this is the, not the first time I've heard this about our deeply. Personal uh conversations about emotionalism and all this other yeah, stuff. It's like, and I don't I, know
1: what's going on with. The-
2: <laughs> it's
0: a little weird. There's that. There's Gene's unfolding phone. That's a large color screen. There's Eric demanding uh, for me to believe it's 1998, no matter what people tell. There's a lot it's of like stuff. Nobody that,
1: asked what year it was, Eric. We know what it's 1998. <laughs> why do yeah. you keep? Why do you keep bringing it up?
0: Yeah. There's just, uh, there's a, yeah, quite a lot. And I never know if it's just the damage we did partying yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, uh, everybody seems crazy to me and time seems like it's coming apart at the seams. And it's like, well, you know, you did do about uh, 20 years worth of partying inside of three years. So.
1: Hey man, it's the nineties. We live in a fast paced world. Everything changes a little bit every single day and we're just trying to keep it cool. Keep it chill not uh not let any of that stuff get to us
0: a little bit of station drama having said that
1: Weapons
0: detectives. we've got a vacation announcement to lay on you yeah oh i know this is I hard know. this, this is sucks hard. It sucks. One of the things we're learning on this savage journey to clean living is that you take vacations. I'm not talking about splurging at sushi on sunset. You go someplace to recharge if you can. You take care of yourself. You don't sit around waiting for the world to make sure you're taken care of, man. And you don't stack up your vacation time at work because guess what? Good luck stacking up 59 weeks of vacation, walking into your boss's office and saying, hey, I'm uh, I'm going to Big Sur for 59 weeks to meditate and play the first part of the same Stone Temple Pilot song over and over on my acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to let you go. And they don't have to pay it out until you quit or get fired. And even then, there are so many catches that uh, you may not get paid for any of it.
1: Totally. I think when we were on... Uh, Wyoming Public Radio. We were given like five canvas tote bags and a domestic coach plane ticket because <laughs> we had a year of vacation days banked. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. it's uh, it's just it's all about good mental health, and that's and and I think we've learned a lot from the situation over at KLOS. You know, they're they've just been playing reruns for. Weeks and weeks at this point, and they don't seem to be slipping in the ratings at all. So, uh, you know, it seems like it'd be fine for us, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, say what you will about Chud Cuddler and Carl Cannibal being in comas, but they're resting up, man. They're recharging. It's true. So anyway, we're burning them, baby. Uh, We're going to be gone for a few weeks, and then we'll be right back on the mic. And God knows how weird Things will get without us being here. Who knows what we're coming back to?
1: I see a light right here on the Fruitopia Juiced In Lines registered trademark. If you've got enough real juice, your call's going to get through. Brought to you by Fruitopia 78% real juice. Fruitopia. Who needs milk? You've got juice. That's 81885 Farto to call the Fruitopia Juiced In Lines.
0: Right God, there. Lynn,
1: you literally have made it longer. The copy is longer the Genius. the point we were trying to make Lynn when we were when we told you we needed to add the phone number to it it wasn't like add the phone number on the end of the super long extremely complicated to say frutopia slogan we were saying yeah. like a nice tight you know one sentence frutopia thing the phone number and then we go to the call
0: yeah our listeners are commuting to work Lynn they're not driving across the country
1: yeah. world yeah.
0: Lynn MCI.
1: What do you think so Fruitopia is going to say when you keep hitting the WorldCom cart? You know, like they're paying for it to be called Fruitopia and you keep hitting the World... MC- okay, you keep hitting the WorldCom cart. MCI. WorldCom. Oh my God. Great. Very funny. It's it's sad.
0: <sighs> okay, that one is immature. That cart is
1: immature. and it's- No, that's sad. It's not even immature. It's just, it's just depressing. Ugh. <sighs> Producer Lynn strikes again.
0: Okay, well, now that we've done the hour and a half intro,
1: who have we got on the line? Okay, caller, you're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
0: Nobody even on the line.
1: (sighs) Why is this lit up if there's nobody on the line? All right, I'm going to dump this call. Okay, we got another call coming in here. Do we have to say the thing again? What's the what's no, the No, I
0: don't think you can. I mean, it would it would literally be noon, and it would be time for board shorts to come in.
1: Caller, you uh, you're 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 on the air on the Fruitopia Juiced in line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I, is there something wrong with the phone?
0: There's something wrong with it. I don't know what's wrong with it. Lynn just slipped me a card that says Mike is supposed to be on too.
1: Is that you, Mike? Super caller, super roommate. I've been waiting on the line for about fifteen minutes.
0: Well, there, we have to do this. I'm sorry. You know what? We apologize, Mike. Yeah. It's the Fruitopia juice. Mike, w- you're
1: the super caller. Like I would think that you've called the station enough to know that when when you're on hold, you hear the show, and then when we put you through, it closes the seven second delay gap, and so the time changes, and you can hear us talking directly to you.
2: Yeah, exactly. So why wouldn't you put me right through? Okay, well. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know what to do. I just don't want to wait. I have too much going on. Wait,
0: does Lynn, does Lynn have callers off monitor while we read that 75-minute intro? How
2: the him? hell do I know, man? I'm still waiting to be on the air with you guys. You're on the air. You're on the air. You're, You're on the air. Oh, well, I'm on the air.
1: That was the first thing I said. Uh, Super roommate Mike, the uh, semi-Colonel Kurtz-inspired freakazoid that stays in the breakfast nook using... My couch as a bed. Colonel, uh,
2: are you talking about Captain Yamamoto?
1: Well, no, I was. I was just saying, like you know, with your hair all kind of shaved off now, and and you're always like dipping that dirty rag in the in the in that bucket of some kind of liquid. A and a
2: dirty rag. I wash it after every other use. But listen, it's been a busy, it's been a busy month and you guys have been knocking on my door and I haven't been answering and there's been a reason for that. I well,
1: have... it's not so much a door as a beaded yeah, curtain that we bug- hung up between the <laughs> breakfast nook and the rest yeah. of the
2: apartment.
0: <laughs> when, we, when we reach our hand through it, that's what he calls and wave it back and forth. That's I what he calls that? knocking.
2: I've been drinking my urine, I, I urine but not my own. Is that what's in that bucket? No, it's in the Gatorade. Oh,
0: wow. oh my god. So here's what I El Farto, here's what I love. Mike has painted the breakfast nook black. He's put tin foil over the windows. He's been sitting cross-legged on some sort of mat with mosquito netting draped over him, hanging from above. He literally is like the guy in Apocalypse Now, the late stage Colonel Kurtz. Pepper. And I, <laughs> the only time he'll talk to us is on the air when yeah. we're not home. It's,
1: it's so weird, man. Like we, I, I told this story on air a couple of weeks ago that one of your chimeras was like, I think trying to mate with my foot. Because I guess if you're like a crossbreed between several different species, you probably don't even know what you're supposed to mate with. So the foot of an extremely talented SoCal... Alternative rock broadcaster probably looks like a a real hot tamale to you.
0: Well, this goes all the way back to groupies. I mean, if I if I sleep with the talent, then maybe the talent will rub off on me.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. But 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 Mike, like, what is going on with you,
2: man? I've, I've been busy. It, I've been real busy. I've been doing natural combos for Captain Yamamoto. I've been breeding different species together to see what happens. This is what I've been doing for the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Well, it and and then you've been gone from the apartment for a couple days y- now. With I was your gone
2: yesterday because of the hybrid monkey, the hybrid meaning that he has his heart on the outside. I hear he'd be taken to the vet late 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 at night.
1: What kind of vet do you go to? I mean, like.
2: Well, he's uh, not sanctioned.
1: <laughs> so. Wow. So it's
2: an unlicensed. Wow. He's actually a pediatrician.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So, <laughs> but I mean, that makes sense because a, a monkey is like related to a human if you believe the evolutionists. So, I guess a pediatrician would probably know their way around.
0: Yeah, I mean, might slum it, picking up a few extra shifts, working on monkeys. No, I'm not getting paid enough for this.
2: I don't know. No red I've been real busy. I've been breeding different species together to see what happens. I have the hermit crab with a black sun spider. I have the chinchilla with an American hog nose skunk. I have a pot pig with a Hampshire pig. That's the same species, but that did not melt. I have a fennec fox with a bearded dragon. I don't know what that is, but that thing ain't bearded anymore. I got. I did a bat with a sloth. So I'm stuck with these products, and this is some cruel poetry. I don't know what's going on in here, but that's beside the point. I've been real busy, guys. I've been out. Uh-huh. Yeah, out.
1: I mean, like the number of do laps that we have in our uh, in our apartment is staggering. Um, you lose.
2: I wanted to talk about that, but you guys know about Captain Yamamoto, right? He, I do things for him, and he gets me whatever rare species of animals that I, I. Designate. No, yeah, but it,
0: that's the guy from from the abandoned car dealership I can't really in talk. Clearwater. I can't
2: talk about that. But so for years, I've been on the lookout for this incredibly rare Carostrosis darwinini, which is called Darwin's bark spider. It's a very rare spider. It can spin webs that can cover thirty square foot areas. That's probably what you've been seeing in the apartment. These webs that that are hanging from midair, they have eighty foot long anchor lines. Incredibly, no one in the country has had the spider. It's illegal because only the rich want to get to them first. So you might have been wondering about some of the new webs throughout the apartment, yeah. like that anchor coming down from the kitchen's main light fixture and attaching itself to the toaster. These webs are 10 times tougher than Kevlar. Okay. They absorb massive kinetic energy before breaking. So it's the elasticity that's key to the silk's toughness and it's molecular underpinnings that make it strong. But so it's wait, all- wait, I,
1: gotta say, I got to say, I really appreciate that because I did slip on some, uh, some mac and cheese sauce uh, in the kitchen, and one of those webs caught me, and it was actually quite uh, bouncy. It was, uh, I think I probably would have injured myself again if, uh, if, if it hadn't been there.
2: Well, exactly, and that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm bundling it all into a giant ball, and I'm going to pack it into some form form of vest, which I'm going to wear, a Kevlar type vest. Then I'm going to head up into the hills and have someone shoot a bullet at me while I'm wearing this vest. What so are there's you? that? Oh, wait, back
0: up. Okay, first of all, he said he said no one's heard, no one's heard of these spiders because they go first and foremost to the rich. So you're telling me, there's 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 somebody with with I don't what's rich a hundred million dollars. Somebody with $100 million up in the hills, and they look at their beautiful house, and they look at their beautiful wife. I'm sounding like that song from a decade ago. Oh, the yeah. Talking what eggs. have I
1: done? Why don't I have that crazy spider? <laughs> and it's Mike's yeah, fault. they
0: look at their car. <laughs> they look at everything they have, and they go, honey, you know what we need? We need a spider that can, that can throw down an anchor in a 30-foot web that's 10 times stronger than Kevlar. And she goes, gosh, you know, w- whatever you want, dear. I mean, you're so successful. You're not making this kind of cake to not have that spider.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would get the spider just for the babes to begin with. But is that what you're up, up to, no.
2: Mike? Is this all about There's babes? That, uh, but... Bonus, these spiders are incredibly dangerous. One bite and you die. But if you collect their venom and use it in tiny doses, it can cure depression and fatigue and anxiety and bring people out of their comas. What? So gonna,
0: Wait. What?
2: Yeah, I've discovered this. You milk it enough, you put it into a little thimble or whatever you happen to have, it is, whether it's a... Uh, tooth brace, uh, uh, wait is that capper. where my thimble went
1: because i've i've been doing a little cross stitch around the apartment and i'm i'm missing my thimble well, not
2: only thimbles but i've noticed that condoms are good dispensers for this as well so i've been collecting all of these i've been milking these spiders I've been collecting their venom to make anti-venom
1: is that where machine bolts lucky condom went
2: <laughs> what does it look like
0: listen listen i'm gonna tell you one thing right now super roommate mike you don't know who you're talking to at the moment because we happen to know two people who are in comas. It's true. Okay? It's true. We know that it's impossible. If, they, if there was something on planet Earth to just magically kickstart somebody out of a coma, we
1: would have heard of it by now. Yeah. It
0: would have been but in the headlines we, on FM News. And if
1: we're discovering it live on air right now, like we're heroes, right?
2: Can I ask you a question? Essentially. Can I ask you a question? Are you guys ready to have your gas just blown? Okay. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you how he did it, but the good Captain Yamamoto managed to sneak one of these little honeys, little spiders, into me in the Band-Aid case. He dropped it through. So for about the last month, I've been staying up nights nice trying to milk this little bastard, which is not easy. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even know where the poison sack was when I started, but milking it, I have to milk the cow's little udders, right? So I, I found it, and I came up with a thimble full, which I told you how to put into the condom, which is amazing. So that was last month. Okay.
1: So, so you took my thimble and Machine Bolt's lucky condom last and, month and, and we've been walking around the, i mean you've been in the corner of the apartment putting water on your bald head and we're asking you hey man have you seen the lucky condom we're tearing the place apart looking for it hey i've been and you trying to find
2: this poison sack for the last month and then milk it that's not easy so then all right this is the deal guys you ready to have your gases blown chuck Cuddler and carl cannibal or in comas, their manager called me. They called me one day. This is even before they were in comas. They called me one day when you were at the studio. They wanted to play a prank on you. They wanted uh. to fill all of your socks with dog excrement. Okay? And I told them that they were already filled with sugar glide excrement. They thought that, that was funny, and they started to laugh. This wasn't even on the air. We got to talking, got along really well. I've been sending them ideas for months. I know these guys have been dealing with them. I've been dealing with the manager. So we ended up having a breakfast one morning at next in the Valley. We became really close. Now, they kept asking for me to pull pranks on you. And as being as loyal as I am to you, I said, no. Bye. Right.
0: Yeah, you're loyal to us, yet you're having you're having business lunches or breakfasts with Chud Cuddler and Carl Cannibal and their manager. I mean, let's let's be
1: fair to Super Color Mike, though, Machine Ball. He is loyal enough to someone like Captain Yamamata that he ate Elaine the Sugar Glider to prove his commitment to Black Feather.
2: Well, here's the thing,
0: I was saving that condom, by the way. I was hoping Steph and I would get back
2: together. I would not put on that condom right now. But here's the thing. I've been pitching you guys ideas for how many years now? (sighs) And you took none of them. These guys are very receptive to my ideas. Have you you been listening to the show? Have you heard The Ugliest Newspaper Bride?
1: Wait a what? second, was- are they back on the air?
2: No, this is before they went into the coma. So, the ugliest newspaper bride was my idea. You look in the newspaper, you find the ugliest bride who are in the marriage section. and That's terrible. That's Why so is that mean? terrible? You call them up and you give them a prize. I mean, what would they have gotten otherwise? A five-year marriage and then divorce because they're so ugly?
0: Oh, wow, man. All right. This is like, you know, you live in a world where, like, this is El Farto. This is literally, I'll bet you, in the, somewhere in the back of Mike's sort of reptilian brain, there's a little little nodule of a thought that says, you know, maybe I maybe I could become a billionaire by coming up with a way to rate girls.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's never gonna happen. That does not does not work. Um, I feel like, yeah, the. The thing that really I think that the thing that really made those guys uh hit in the ratings is that they're it's much easier for them because they don't have you know, they're so heartless that it's easier for them to do the, the acronyms like fight and latex and whip and all that stuff. Like yeah. they yeah. They're they're whipping each other and latexing while they fight and uh, it's not your ideas, Mike. That's that's what I'm trying to say. And, right, so and if you've and if you've been meeting with them and feeding them ideas, I do feel a little betrayed.
2: Make up Messenger, do you remember that idea that hit big? Let's say that a guy leaves the toilet seat up and his girlfriend sits down in the middle of the night and she falls in. So these right. guys were singing the song which I wrote, which is it was sung to rock the boat. Don't rock the throne, don't rock the throne, baby. Lift that lid a little bit higher. Wow.
1: This is this is uh... Is this because that's part of why Kath left me? It was because of consumer debt and the fact that I never put the toilet seat down. Now
0: I explained to you, El Farto, that that is your stinking thinking. She was not that had no, That's just normal, everyday business. That had nothing to do with the rash decision she
1: But made. I do feel like Mike is like targeting me with bits on other morning radio shows, if that's, that's what's true. going on. This
2: is just to make people laugh. Do you remember why are they crying? The sounds of kids crying. You record the sounds of kids crying in cassette tape players, and then it's up to the DJs to guess why they're crying.
1: Oh, yeah. Guess which wow. of Mike's animals bit the child so that they could capture the recording.
0: Yeah, probably closer to the truth right there. Listen, Mike, I will give you this. My thoughts and prayers are with you because I know Chud and Carl are in comas after their dirt bike accident. And and I know that's got to be tough for you. And it sounds like you're on the verge of Kind of having a good thing going. Beep with beep, beep, and, beep 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 beep. Uh,
2: I'm backing up. Do you want to hear the story? I'm telling the. I was telling these guys. First of all, we were meeting at Nudniks every few weeks, and then I was telling them the guys about the me milking the spider, and they were intrigued by that. The manager was there at the, one of these breakfasts, and a few nights later. This I must them, have been oh, like oh. right
1: before they went and tried to sabotage the Saddleback Community College radio station. I don't know. Right. K P O D D 101.3 FM, the double D, the raddest morning team in Los Angeles, you will, you will, ice cold dog. emotional hangover, get us on.
2: Machine Walt Kennedy and El Fato in the morning. So a few nights later I get this call. It's like 1 in the morning. It's from their management at the station. Both of these guys are in a coma, okay? right. both Chud and Carl Cannibal. Turns out that they were trying to do something to another station, a college station, but they were also high on ayahuasca. Now ayahuasca is some sort of drug from uh, New Mexico, I think. And what you do is you take it and then you vomit into a special uh, bucket. All right, and then you can see different things. So these guys were doing that, and they were trying to do something to something, and then something happened. Okay. So uh, I got this call at 1 a.m. They're in the hospital. Right? They can't go to urgent care because they've been taking ayahuasca, right? Because they're famous. So the manager calls me, and he remembers.
0: I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't describe Chud Cutler and Carl Cannibal as
1: famous. Okay, so, no, come on. Yeah. I right. mean, they're number two, but they don't have the kind of name and uh, recognition that El Farto and Machine Bolt have, All right. right?
0: They don't have the street cred. That's what you get. We might be a number or two lower in the ratings at any given time, but uh, we've got the, the integrity. Okay, so right. the manager
2: calls me and says, what should I do with them? I can't take them to Urgent Care. I can't take them to the hospital because they're famous. I said, you should take them right back to the hotel where they're staying and let me take care of the situation. The manager says, should I give them cocoa leaves? I said, definitely not. All right. So uh-huh. I jump on my off-road unicycle. This is the mountain unicycle. Oh, like you got it out of the shop i just out of the shop i rode over there with the condom in my top pocket of the uh, venom i get in there and they are seeing when i walk in and tell you they're seeing
0: god <laughs> i'm sorry hey i'm backing up now can we just appreciate for one moment the portrait of super collar mike riding through los angeles on a unicycle with a condom full of spider venom in his pocket
1: that's a, it is a beautiful image. I mean, I'm glad you called in for that reason alone, Mike, but uh, where is this story going?
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm biking over there, and I get there, and I see them, and they are screaming to God. I give them both, under their tongue, one little droplet of this poison. In one hour, I swear to you, swear on my meemaw, they both woke up and were blinking their eyes and were saying, what's going on? What's going on? And I said to them, you know what? You had been what? in a coma. You had been in a coma, but you're not in a coma anymore. Unfortunately, they then slipped into another coma, which is probably the coma that you know about. Right. So about a week About a week ago, I get another call from the management. They're still in this coma. Can I come and see what they're going to do? Now they are in the hospital. So I have to sneak this stuff in past the doctors and the nurses and all the other do-gooders. And I sneak it in, and I slip it under the tongue. But this time, I give them more. I give them two drops or maybe even three drops. I'm not telling. Under their tongue. When I tell you that they woke up out of this coma blinking, as good as new, they are out of the coma. They're out of the coma right now.
0: Lynn, can you do me a favor? Can you double check that?
1: Uh, Lynn, can you just if you if you have like if you could go out in your car in the parking lot and just tune in to KLOS, are they is it are they not running reruns right now? They're not? Why is she she's she's
0: shaking her head as if we should have known? They've this been for back like the for a
2: week. What? Have, have you heard What? have you heard calling sick to a place you don't work that was my bit calling to a large retailer <sighs> or a workplace with a generic fake name like Tim or John tell them you won't be into work that day and then you make up an outlandish reason for the
1: absence I thought that that was like an old bit from 93 because they've been playing all those old reruns that, These aren't like songs repeats. that aren't popular anymore
2: these are so fresh they, uh, they appear like repeats searching for fudge have you heard that bit yet Searching for
0: fudge.
2: Right. I can't really get into that one, but here's the, here's the thing, guys. I'm doing this for you. This is a surprise. Ding, ding, ding. With this money, I intend to pay the rent. And uh, I. Well, that's
1: uh, that's music to our ears because you've been you've been in you. arrears with us for like three or four months now.
2: Thank you. And with this money, I intend to buy you both a new Philips 24-inch flat screen. What? Yeah, I can only.
0: That's actually pretty sweet. I won't complain about that. Here's the thing, though, Mike, you you are you go from sitting silently in a blackened breakfast nook with tinfoil on the windows under mosquito netting with a shaved head, uh, uh, washing yourself with a a wet rag. You go from that and total silence into this manic upswing uh, where you're riding unicycles around with condoms full of anti-venom in your pocket and and promising to buy people TVs and it's unsettling i'd like to see you just sort of yeah. arrive at the middle the, just kind of
1: there's sort kind of, of plain there's an, an equilibrium there's no that you know you could you could probably find in between those two extremes
2: well you know there's no up and there's no down i'm harnessing the invisible forces of nature through joy experimenting listen guys how cool is it going to be to watch holocaust movies on this giant I mean, tv How cool is that going to be? How cool is it going to be to watch sitcoms?
1: Yeah, I mean, the second thing was
2: probably uh, higher on my list, honestly.
0: Yeah, I would do sitcoms
2: before Sadly, I can only afford afford the black and white version of the Philips 24. I didn't know
1: they made flat screens screens in a black and white.
0: They don't even make it. Yeah,
1: and what is the money? I didn't really figure out where the money came from. They...
2: Getting three fifty a week from these two for coming up with gags that I've been Wait a second, you you're an employee of of Chud Cudler and writer. Carl Cannibal. I'm a ri- What are you
0: doing for them exactly? Are you on Mike at KLOS? I'm not on
2: Mike. I'm a gag writer. This is what I've been trying to do for you for all these years. Don't rock the throne. Don't rock the throne, baby. Lift that yeah, no, lid. No, we don't lid.
0: want that. I'm glad you found someone who, who, who This is for your benefit. Yeah, but that's good. Do gold, we not but
2: need do we not need kitchen supplies? We desperately need them. Do we not need a bread maker, a waffle maker, and all the other makers? I,
0: all right, here's my question for you. If you are now in bed with with uh with Chud Cuddler and Carl Cannibal over there, I are you gonna literally Move your bed into their place yeah. and get out of our place. Are you going to be their roommate now?
2: I'm not going anywhere, guys. Why would I go like, anywhere? We'll get an guys. enemy
1: inside the gates here, man. Like you, you've, you've betrayed us. Yeah, it's. I'm
2: doing this for you. How many times I've well, said this? What you don't
1: understand, Mike, is that they're our number one competition. They're right ahead of us in the ratings, and we had this beautiful opportunity that if they died, it would have helped us so much it would have been I mean, so not that we were, were wishing for, for we, we would never wish that on a on you know a, a worthy adversary like like Chud and Carl we but,
0: were sending thoughts and prayers
1: yeah but it would have been good for us if if the toma had claimed them is is what
2: there's a real simple solution to this guy you hire me to write for you guys and you pay me 450 a month
0: I thought he was going to say, you hire me to kill them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll up it to four drops under the tongue next time, and that'll uh, do just as well. uh, Yeah, here's the issue, Mike. The station hemorrhages money because of all the lawsuits that we've been getting into. You know, like we we mostly settle out of court or or just intimidate people into getting them to go away with the crazy lawyer that Gene... Put on retainer, but that retainer fee is high. I mean, he he could barely afford a new Rockmobile, much less hiring a gag writer. Especially when he has two of the most talented broadcasters in the world on his staff. We don't need gags, man. We come up. We came up with uh, with the bun bake.
0: Let the other guys have their summer weenie roast Get ready for the first annual KPODD Bun Bake Oh, This Saturday, December 6th, 1997 at 6am Glen Helen Regional Park 64 big propane burners firing 32 portable convection ovens to bake over 2,000 cinnamon buns What could go wrong? First annual K-Pod Bun Bake. First thing in the morning. Stay up all night so you get there on time. There's nothing heartbreaking or vaguely alcoholic about cooking breakfast in a public park. That was a little weird. K-Pod Bun Bake this Saturday morning. El Farto, here's the other problem. And Mike, you know, I'm saying this to you as much as anyone. The other problem is your idea of writing... Uh, gags for 4.50 a week is coming in with songs that are sung to the tune of something from the eighties a decade ago. And the lyrics are farty, farty, farty toilet, toilet, toilet. And it's, it's way below our, our sort of standard
1: of, uh, we're trying to keep a, keep kind of a standard. Yeah, El
0: Farto and I are not,
1: we're not hey, here to stew
2: my for fudge idea.
1: Oh my God. Uh, yeah, Mike.
0: Wow, I can't what? believe this is happening before we go on
1: vacation for three weeks. What's the deal Guys, with this man?
2: I do this out of love for you. Now, I've been pitching you ideas for years. I've been sending you drawings. I've been sending you gags. I've been sending you ideas. I've been sending you jokes, and I've got nothing. Here's what well, I've, I would got. Not I've got. I get out there and get these jokes out in
0: the, the world. The last thing I got from you was a postcard. It says "Possible Bits." The Devil's Chest Cold. Mm-hmm. Angry Angels. Right. Demon roller. Right. The devil is drunk. Right. Boom freeze. Mm-hmm. And hell freezes over.
2: Well, no, it's hell freezes over and then he has a pause and then or or does it? And question mark.
0: Uh, uh-huh. Uh huh. So at any rate, that's four hundred and fifty bucks a month. I mean, in your perfect world, I'm paying you four fifty for a month.
2: It's not even a week; it's a month. Four fifty a month, plus extras for every joke that I sell you, and that does really well in the air. All
0: right, give us a couple jokes. Give us a taste. Give us a little taste for free. Okay, that's
2: what Bloodhound does. All right, so. uh Right, yeah, yeah, first one's free, and okay, then... so a urologist is testing on a patient, he's checking his prostate, but... Do you
1: see where we're already starting? El is, I feel like you I'm see, reading a you copy d- of Esquire from 1953.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, but he's using two fingers, so the patient says, why are you using two fingers, urologist says, because I wanted a second opinion. Okay.
0: I think it's... T- you know, here's one thing we do
1: really... Yeah, I think we could get in trouble with the FCC well, for I putting think, that out at end. I think, think a I could get in
0: trouble with my standards for putting it yeah. out.
1: Yeah, the station doesn't have a standards and practices department because they kind of hold the DJs to, to do that themselves.
2: Did you hear what I was saying about the Kevlar and how much idea and how much money is going to come in soon? The elasticity is the key to the silk's toughness, and its molecular underpinnings It's basically going to bring us the money. But it's also, Mike. no, a lot remains to be studied, so you have to give me time to study this and make some money. You guys are in wow. like Flynn. Please. Wow! think about that and think about the jokes and think about everything else. Now, did I- so
0: the pitch in a heartbeat is is <laughs> the pitch in a heartbeat is let me give you my weird sort of toilet humor, which I've already said El Farto and I have a standard that it starts about 20 feet above that. So so your pitch so far is let us give you some let me give you some toilet jokes. By the way, I'm going to become a billionaire because I'm crossbreeding stuff. And extracting its venom and and Kevlar and and silk and all this other stuff, and I'm going to be able to cure <laughs> deadly diseases by dum, doing
2: bum, so. Dum, dum, bum, bum, like some bum, kind of some kind bum, of bum, 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 time out, guys. I'm making the Jeopardy song. I got another job that just <laughs> can't miss. You got. What is
0: happening? When was his brain set Have you been having
1: some of these droplets of uh, spider venom under your own tongue? Is that what's going on?
2: (laughs) Training unconventional animals for films. Picture a tarantula skittering across the desert in an upcoming movie called October Sky. Picture a housefly needed for a death scene in a movie called Virgin Suicides. A cockroach for a movie called The Fight wow. Club, an ocelot in a movie what called are these, Big Daddy. What are these movies? Nobody's
1: gonna go watch movies with titles like these. What, uh, what are you talking about?
0: That's. Here's actually the best idea for a for a segment. If if okay, here's what we could pay Mike to do. He goes into studios around town and he pitches he pitches these ideas featuring his twisted mm. crossbred menagerie as the animal stars and we get to record how that pitch goes Am
2: I a joke to you guys
1: You're you're a super caller you're a super roommate but uh, I like I calling it a The joke. thing man is a you puzzle. know I mean I wouldn't know firsthand what happened in florida but uh you know from what i understand the rescue operation to get you out of there took a lot out of whoever was involved within it definitely not me and um you know the the like not paying rent for a long time and then like asking for us to get you a job here at the station so that you can pay back rent it's pretty brutal,
2: given the fact that it's really like it's it's disproportionately hurt us. If I can skirt off topic for a second, have you seen the toilet snake?
0: Wow, I think you know what? It's just past the top of the hour here at ten o'clock on this fine Thursday, November fourth.
2: Someone keeps putting the Komodo dragon litter down the damn toilet. I'm not talking about a second I about a snake. Mike, <laughs> great Mike, time Mike, to get Machine into it. Machine both a... trying
1: to reset and give out the, the call letters here, and you're... Inter-
2: I've reset my and life! are
1: interrupting. Lynn just passed me a card that Chud Cuddler and Carl Cannibal have hired Wanda's baby.
0: What do you mean?
1: They literally have hired away How? Super Caller Mike and Wanda's baby.
0: How have Chud Cuddler and Carl Cannibal hired Wanda's baby if all we got for trying to do it was a bunch of legal... Fla- oh, you know what they did? They did what I told you we should do. They went through a temp agency. <sighs> They're not going to be able to come down on KLOS. They're going to come down on the temp agency.
2: Don't rock the throne. Don't rock the throne, baby. Lift that little... Shut little up! Damn it! <laughs>